Welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. We're in season three, episode number 44, Andy. Uh, we're your hosts, Dan and Andy. Today is September 24th. How are you doing? Good, good. It's a Saturday. Hey, you know, we're reporting live from the camper, Andy. We're still on our last camping trip of the year, so it may look different behind me. But uh, we'll be wrapping up here and doing the show back at the studio going forward. So uh, this is the last. The last uh, it's a music episode only. Uh, only songs, only music. We'll be covering tours, concerts, new releases, things like that in today's episode. Um, but I've got an album review, Andy, and I'm hoping you can help me out a little bit more. Uh, uh, the album review this week is Twisted Sister, and I'm not a big f- fan, but boy, some interesting stuff here with Twisted Sister. The album for t- today is Come Out and Play. I'll show it here in the stream. There it is. Yep. You see that? There we go. There we go. So there's the album. And I'll do a little overview here because this is interesting. A lot of people uh, are very big fans or non-fans. There's not a lot of middle ground here when it comes to these guys. But Come Out and Play was the fourth album by American heavy metal band, Twisted Sister, released by Atlantic Records. This was released in 1985. So, Andy, we were, what, what 15 years old here uh, I was not yet into into any heavy metal, into any music. You certainly were with your older brother by this point. Oh yeah. Um, but the yeah. precursor to this album is what got all their all their attraction. Stay hungry was 1984. Um, now this album, following the success of Stay Hungry, which established Twisted Sister as one of the world's top recording acts. Now, is that a fair statement, that that quote right there, one of the world's top recording acts? Yeah, if you've ever been to a football game or a basketball game, you've heard Twisted Sister with uh, We're Not Going to Take It or oh, I Want to yes. Rock. So if you've been to a sporting event, you've heard their songs anyway. Yes, yes. And that was huge. That was 1984. Kind of a fun. They always had fun, you know, comedy in their songs, comedy in their videos, uh, a little, little you know, tongue-in-cheek in their songs. It wasn't serious heavy metal. It wasn't Black Sabbath. It wasn't dark stuff. It was kind of fun. But here's what happened. After 84 was so successful, the band was faced with the question of whether they should continue in the same MTV and radio-friendly direction that brought them so much success. Or should they return to their heavy metal roots? Come Out and Play saw them attempt to do both. Uh, which we both know is not a good thing to do in the music industry. Try to try to do nope. two things on one album, and that ultimately this approach approved devastatingly unsuccessful, and the album marked the beginning of the band's commercial decline. Still a good album, still a lot of good album, but commercially, it it you know they didn't really identify who they were, and they tried to do both here. And uh, but anyway, the band's dis- decision to record a cover of the 1964. Shangri-La's leader of the pack and released it as the album's first single proved very unpopular with the fan, the band's fan base. You know, this is now, now they're releasing a 1950s, 1960s song from Shangri-La, uh, you know, kind of a beach boys, uh, an all girls group, an all girls group. They do a cover song and release the music video. 
but their second single also didn't work. Be cruel to your school. Uh, be cruel to your school, featuring guest appearances from artists artists such as Alice Cooper, Brian Setzer, Clarence Clemens, and Billy Joel. Came close to matching the success of "We're Not Gonna Take It" or "I Want to Rock" from 1984. So what they did was the album came out. They did a world tour in 86 to support come out and play that was a fiasco marked by low attendance and ticket sales so low in some areas that several shows were simply canceled they were canceling shows on a world tour Uh, now that's a very rare rare thing longtime drummer aj perrow left the band following the tour in 86 contributing to the chaos which eventually saw twisted sister disband two years later in 88 now, the music video for Leader of the Pack and Be Cruel to Your School followed the same comedic formula which had been so successful for the band in the Stay Hungry era. The following single, Be Cruel to Your School, featured a prominent guest spot by D. Snyder's hero, Alice Cooper. Now, we're both fans of Alice Cooper, yeah. and that was pretty good to see that and to see that combination in there as well. But that video ended up being banned by MTV on the grounds that it was very offensive. The band didn't produce a video for the album's final single, You Want What We Got. They even gave up on doing a a video for the last single that they released. They said, you know what, it doesn't even pay to do this. Let's just scrap it. So a lot of strange things were happening. Um, The last I've got is in 1986, the band released Come Out and Play, the videos, home video on VHS, yep. which included mm-hmm. four videos. We're not going to take it, and I want to rock from the first from the previous album, and then yep. Leader of the Pack and Be Cruel to Your School from the new album, tied together by scenes of Snyder in a scrapyard being visited by troubled teens seeking advice to the tune of the song Come Out and Play. The home video has never been reissued on dvd so all they have is you know a vhs out there with with some yeah uh, a friend of mine does have that vhs tape he does now if you look on ebay what is that i have touched it i've held it in my hands um nice now here's the here's the album here's the tracks and then we'll get into some of the details Mm -hmm. um you know it's, it's a 10 it's a it's your typical 10 song no instrumental no love ballads it's just good rock with a couple cover songs come out and play starts off that's the title track the leader of the pack is song two we uh you want what we got is pretty good if you're into innuendos and uh tongue-in-cheek comments and lyrics there that's pretty good next song is i believe in rock and roll song five is the fire still burns song six is be cruel to your school uh, featuring alice cooper Next song is I Believe in You. Next song is Out on the Streets. And the final two songs are Looking Out for Number One and Kill or Be Killed. Now, on the bonus CD, they also released King of the Fools, which is I think it's a pretty good song uh, yep. as well. Now, the personnel, obviously, is D. Snyder, uh, uh, lead vocals. Eddie Fingers on lead and rhythm guitars. J.J. French on lead and rhythm guitars. Mark the Animal Mendoza on bass. And A.J. Perrell, like we mentioned before, on 
drums. There are some additional musicians on this on this recording. I think that also yeah, helped a lot of them. Yeah, sales. You know, the Alan. You saw Alan St. John on keyboards. Don Dockin actually backing vocals along with Gary Holland yeah. up here. Alice Cooper, Brian Setzer, Billy Joel, Clarence Clemens, and so. You know, Bob Bobcat Goldthwait appears. You know, of course, on, on the video on, when he was coming out into into his own with that. But can you talk a little more on some of these backing musicians, Andy. Well, you know, a lot of musicians. And you listen to some of the names on there too. Clarence Clemens from Bruce Springsteen's uh, the E Street Band. Uh, Billy okay. Joel. Uh, you know, Brian Setzer from the Stray Cats. Not exactly heavy metal guys, but it was just music. Um, the Twisted Sister album also was a little different. You see on the picture there, you see his hands coming up from the manhole cover. On the actual album, that manhole cover lifts up. Okay. Separate from that. But what Twisted Sister did, they said they combined their old school rock and roll from before Stay Hungry from Under the Blade, their album before that. They went back to those roots, and the comedy ones, they played the MTV card, wanted to be MTV popular, and at that time for MTV, that, that was replacing radio stations. So people just heard those two songs from Twisted Sister and said, I want nothing to do with it. You listen to the other eight songs on there, they're not that, they're not those two songs. Very different. It's, it's kind of like, in a way, I compare this album to a lot of Night Ranger albums, meaning okay. Night Ranger put out the, the teenager girly favorite videos and songs, but you listen to the rest of that album, 14-year-old girls don't like those songs. You know, it's... So they, they released more what heavy, MTV more heavy. wanted. Yeah, they released what MTV wanted and kept the rest. The videos also, they went the comic route. That was what MTV was. And to a point, you can't fault them. That formula worked before, and they kept going with it. Um, they brought in some other big stars. Uh, in, the mu- in the music video for Be Cruel to Your School, like the Bobcats in there, Alice Cooper, which I don't want to say it started a, a, a comeback for Alice. Alice has always kind of been around. Every couple, three years, she'd pop something out. That kind of helped him. And if you look at the classroom scenes in there, you see a very young Luke Perry in the video there for Be Cruel to Your School. So, well, the whole oh, yes. uh, Did you know that the makeup artist was Tom Savini? Uh, was very famous uh, in, in makeup. He makes a cameo in that yep. music. Um, a music video as well, you know. And Savini was the one known for Monkey Shines, uh, Creep Show, Day of the Dead, Day of the Dawn, mm-hmm. uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. You know, very Night of the Living Dead, um, very good gra- uh, uh, special effects. So if you watch the the music video for that and you're into that, uh, very good stuff. And it on the videotape for it, the VHS part, and you hear it a little bit on the album part for the song for "Come Out and Play," the title track. On the video, you hear him saying, a, a voice, eerie voice saying, Twisted Sister, come out and play. It's a parody of the old cult movie, The Warriors, where the main villain, Luther, is chanting, Warriors, come out and play. So if you're in the cult classic zombie video movies like that, it's something to that effect. D. Snyder, after this, kind of got a love for it. A few years later, he wrote and produced a movie called Strangeland, kind of a cult horror type movie. So... He's always kind of been into this. Um, like I said, the videos for the for the on this tape, very good. He's got little dialogues in between. It's kind of all D. Um, you know, how Kiss has the Kiss Army. Twisted Sister has the SMFs of, of Twisted Sister, okay. which I'm a proud member of. 
Of course. Um, <laughs> and those who know Dean Snyder recall that soon around the same time, he appeared in front of Congress against the PMRC. Um, three people uh, testified in court that day, in front of Congress that day. Three people who I would never picture having a meal together were Frank Zappa, Dee Snyder, and John Denver. Okay. That John Denver. Rocky Mountain High John Denver. Thank God I'm a country boy John Denver. Yeah. So those three guys, and Dee Snyder said in an interview when he came out, he knew he was going to do it. First of all, even before, Dee Snyder is a very intelligent man, very well-spoken. So look, look past his character. He is a very intelligent man. So he goes, I got to go as rock and roll as I can on this. So he comes out, jean jacket, jeans. He's got his speech folded up in his back pocket and pulls it out when he sits down. So he's going very rock and roll on the whole thing, you know. Yeah. But then you listen to what he said. He was very well-spoken. Articulate. Yes. Dee's a very intelligent man. And like you said, this album, though, killed the band, killed them financially. Uh, Dee was damn near broke. In the 90s, he couldn't give away his songs. Yet back in uh, 2015, he sold his because he wrote and produced, he wrote all the music for Twisted Sister. In 2015, he sold it for his quote, a lot of money. He wouldn't say okay. how much. But as of today, I looked up, Dee Snyder's listed it being worth $7 million. Now, like he said, they go, well, why did you sell all your music? Why'd you sell the rights to your music? He said it was taxes because every time a song got put there, I got charged. I was in a higher tax bracket because I was paying 50% tax all the time. I sold it all. That was 20% one time done. Okay. So it was a pure financial thing why he did it. Not that he was giving up on music. I'm done with it. It was a financial thing. It was a decision. He still still gets some bits every now and then. So when you hear like, we're not going to take it or I want to rock on a Chevy truck commercial or something like that, he's still getting a check. It's just so not as big as before. Is, is, is yeah. all that's left, really. Yeah, he just gets a very little check, not as much as before. Because he got a lot of issues. He he would fight uh, in the 90s and the 80s and that with politicians that saying, you can't use, we're not going to take it. No. Because I don't want people to think I'm supporting you. And he said that on both sides of the aisle. He didn't pick one side or the other. He just didn't want the band to be associated with politics. Well, now, since he sold, someone, I think it was in Australia or Canada or something, started using it, and he goes not my fight you know you can't do it wow. but um yeah so Dee Snyder very intelligent he's got um if you listen on some obscure radio stations back uh Saturday Sunday mornings you hear House of Hair that's a Dee Snyder show yeah, he was very active in recent last couple of decades you see more yeah. of Dee Snyder than you did back back then he was on um uh, John Rich had a channel a show on country music channel being a country artist or something was called, he uh, had other celebrities and singers come in. So Dee Snyder was on this show. He had to write a country song. Here's where my sticking up for Dee Snyder and my can't stand John Rich kind of butted heads on this. I still watch the show for love of Dee Snyder. So the, the show basically they're supposed to write a country song. So Dee writes the song, but as they're performing it, Dee says something in the song and then typical Dee Snyder flips the bird out to the crowd. John Rich goes, you can't do that. Well, I'm there's someone here with their grandma, and they just saw that. And I'm sitting there going, idiot, you wrote a song called Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy, and that's okay? 
This man can't flip the bird. You know, John Rich, the year later, got arrested with Sebastian Bach for being drunk in public down in Nashville. Get off your high horse, John Rich. You're an idiot. Um, but D's done that. He, uh, Chris Angel, the, the magician, yep. he's very tight with him. And for a cancer awareness type thing, D. Snyder did a ballad version of We're Not Gonna Take It. He did. If you could look that up, that's very interesting. Very. Should I look very, it up and leave that link in the description section? Yeah, we'll have to put that out there. I'll, I'll might put it on the Facebook page later today. Interesting. But before that, his son was on a show on VH1. It was um, Rock the Cradle, I think it was called. It was children of famous yeah. musicians trying to get a bit. And his son, Jesse Blaze Snyder, wanted to do a ballad version of We're Not Going to Take It. And Dee said no. So on the show, Jesse starts out with the first couple lyrics. Then he goes into the rock and roll part of it, you know. But I think that kind of planted the seed going, you know, this song does go as a ballad. If, if you're listening to the right contents... It plays about. It's yeah. not that bad. But um, other members of Twisted Sister, uh, AJ Pirro has passed away a few years ago. He was uh, in another band, uh, Adrenaline, I think it was called, or something. He just, heart attack, passed away in his sleep. Uh, so AJ Pirro is no longer with us. Um, Eddie, Eddie Ojeda just kind of does his thing. You can't find him anywhere. He's did a few other bands afterwards, but I think he's just enjoying life. Uh, Mark Mendoza has done some producing. He, he's still active in that sort of stuff. And J.J. French has his own podcast, which you can listen to after hours. Listen to us first. But J.J.'s got some good guests on there, and he's done some stuff with his daughter musically. So they're all still active. You get to D. Snyder. He's not afraid to turn on a check. He was on a Celebrity Family Feud last year, going against Terry Bradshaw's family. So if you get a chance to see that, that's that's good good watching there. Um, but besides that, yes, uh, come on and play very good album. If you can get past the first two songs, you're into their old school rock and roll, just get past those first two and you'll be all right. The, the, the music. Video. You know, it was banned by MTV. It was done very good. It was, it was yeah. actually a very good video that come out. Uh, Be cruel to your school. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any issues with it. Okay. Very funny. Very comedic. Um, interesting. Who's Andy? I'm sorry, what? You, you broke up there for a second. Yeah, you uh, cut up for a second. Uh, what did you any say? Any upcoming shows or concerts to talk about? Any- um, I do know coming up, there's been a lot of bands coming up with their uh, shows. Tour. I will be posting my Bellamy Brothers review today. Got that all written and finished up. That's coming out. Um, some other tribute bands are coming out. I know. Uh, yeah, there's uh, some coming up. Nothing major. No one at the big arenas. But just check out Medina Entertainment Medina Entertainment Center and check out their lists there. All different sorts of music coming up there. Uh, Queen, a killer queen coming up out there. Thunderstruck coming out out there. And of course in December, Hairball. We're breaking up here. I think we should wrap it up. 
Let's wrap her up. Let's have a good day, and we will see you next time.